0: Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday, Happy Palm Sunday for the uh, Christians out there. Um, usually a day of getting together in my family. Although things have changed, uh, my grandmother passed away a couple of years ago, so traditions are a little bit different now. But uh, you know, still, still a holiday that um, is a lot different this year. Uh, you know, unfortunately, with uh, having to be apart from each other. Things are different. Things are different. So today I thought we'd hit some fun topics, some funny topics, but also some topics that are going to help you let go just a little bit. So um, we're going to do, uh, you know, we're just going to, we're going to kind of hit it around, Uh, try to, try to see if we can't help you get through this next couple of weeks that they say are going to be pretty bad uh, while also, um, you know. Try managing it in the best way possible, right? You know, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of goofy information out there. There's a lot of people that are telling you to try real hard. You know, take this time, use use it to your advantage. Well, that can be, you know, that, that's okay. Uh, but you know, a lot of people are stressed out. And it's hard to focus on anything when you're really stressed out. And uh, you know, we have to be aware of that. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about some funny stuff. We'll talk about some fun stuff. Some things that we've done around the house and. And if you guys want to comment with what you've been doing, I am all ears. I'd love to hear what you guys have been doing with your time. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, uh, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, uh, comment in the in the uh, post here and uh, let's talk. Hi, Helen. Good morning. Good to see you. Thanks for joining me. All right. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to get my stuff set up here. I'm sorry. I was uh, waiting for my coffee to finish coming out. Um, I need my coffee for this. Can't have coffee or can't go without coffee, uh, for our good morning, uh, episode every day. Right. All right. It's actually espresso. So it's like strong. Okay. So, uh, first we'll start with our memes of the day. So I ha- I usually do one, but there were so many good ones that I just had to go. I, I-, I went nuts and, uh, I did, uh, I did a couple. So the first one we have here, and let me get on the right place. The first one I have here is uh, maybe I should get up for a little bit. Anybody who's starting to feel like their backside looks a little bit like that? Um, I'm not there. I'm not there yet. But uh, yeah, I, I can imagine how some of us might be. Right. All right. Now this one, I hope nobody gets offended, but. I thought this one was laugh out loud hilarious because this is quite literally how things feel right now. Uh yeah. And I you know, you I guess you could replace um you know anybody in that, you know, in that photo there, but yeah, this is how it feels. Everybody's going to the rooms because we can't get along. I just did this with my kids yesterday. <laughs> Oh man. Um, so this one is something you can do. We posted this on our Instagram account the other day. So you can play bingo, uh, and you can put this in your stories on Facebook or your stories on Instagram. Um, and I actually, I was able to mark a lot of these. Um, the only ones I didn't do, uh, I didn't try anything on Pinterest yet. Uh, I'm not. A, I have a Pinterest account. I don't think I've been into it for years. We used to do it for social media stuff. Uh, I've certainly sent a lot of memes. Um, snacked all day long. Yeah, I guess you could maybe consider that. There's a. I did see a meme that we don't have here that is somebody opening the door in the refrigerator, and there's a sign that says, "You're not hungry. You're just bored." And I think that uh, I've been through that phase myself. Uh, made a TikTok. I've not made a TikTok. I am not on TikTok yet. I haven't actually even opened TikTok in a long time. So I don't know what's going on over there, but I heard it's it's getting pretty crazy. Definitely cooked the meal. Definitely watered my plants. Always working in my PJs. Uh, cuddled my pet. Learned something new. Listened to a podcast. Took a bath. I didn't take a bath. I didn't mark that one. Did shop online. FaceTimed a friend. Watched many movies so far. Yeah, a lot going on. Happy Sunday, Mary. Happy Sunday, Lori. Uh, So thankful for you and your videos. I look forward to them daily. Thank you, Mary. I appreciate that. Stacy, good morning. Levy, good morning, Levy. I actually stole one of yours. Uh, I stole one of your memes today. So uh, we're going to be looking for that one real soon here. Uh, Helen, you've been sewing masks. Good for you, Helen. That's awesome. Good for you. All right. Oh, here, Levy. Here you go right here. So this is this is definitely not a funny meme, but it is a good meme because this is something that I saw today and I'm like, yep, lived it. So, um uh, and this is this is weird because it, it like narcissists can definitely take advantage of people that don't understand what's going on to them. So if you are a little bit empathic and you can you have a very strong sense of what other people's feelings are. And you kind of, a lot of people absorb it. Like I've been described as somebody that can absorb other people's feelings. and I kind of take them on as my own, um, which is, a can be a real crutch sometimes, uh, and cause reactions that other people don't understand. Right. So, um, this, um, if you, if you have a narcissist, a relationship with a narcissist, they can learn to manipulate it. Um, especially if they know they're impacting you. And so, um, when you're educated, you can then flip the scales because then you understand what's happening to you, and you can stop reacting and stop playing into the games, and you can um, you can navigate that relationship or separate yourself from that relationship as best possible. So I thought this was while not a funny meme like these other ones. Uh, and I'll flip back. Let me go back real quick. These are the these are the memes we showed. Because I know a lot of people just jumped on. So uh, maybe I should get up for a little bit. Uh, everybody got sent to their rooms, and uh, we have social distancing bingo for anybody that missed these. Uh, but uh, this one, while not funny, uh, is actually very true. So the more educated you are about feelings while you are having them, and how to navigate, how to understand what's happening when you are in a relationship with a narcissist, this helps you navigate that so that it's not so damaging. Um, Levi. Yeah, you loved it too. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Debbie says been cooking. Oh wait, so this is going back to this one, right? Been cooking from scratch, sewing masks, and purging clothes for a local family crisis center. Yeah, that's good. You know, and and like the Salvation Army. I saw somebody posted a photo outside of the Salvation Army that's near us, and people keep dropping off bags, but there's nobody there to take them. So that's kind of something we have to keep in mind, as a lot of times. Like we have donation bags in our basement too, and they're taking up a lot of room, but there's nobody to take them. Veterans aren't picking them up, uh the local salvation army's not doing it. We have uh Saint somebody nearby us that's not working right now. So it, it's you know, we're doing the same thing. Not certainly not sewing the masks. That's amazing for you to be doing that. Um definitely doing a lot of cooking from scratch, and I'll show you a photo of what we did last night. We didn't want to cook anything, but we were trying to get rid of some things that were taking up room in our in our uh, refrigerator so we we got creative and it, it actually worked out really well um and then this guy i got to share my my photo of my kid it's saturday morning and he's working on school projects at like 8 30 in the morning this kid and i can only think that he's absorbing some of the things we talk about and um you know i mean so he certainly gets to enjoy himself too he has a lot of fun but you know he uh like he first things first and that's his thing like he knows he has something to do. He gets it done, gets it off his plate, and then he can enjoy the rest of his time, which is not something many of us are in the habit of doing. Like most of us, I don't know how this got into our systems, but we procrastinate, and then it builds up and it becomes this gigantic weight on our on our in our mind. He wants to get rid of it so he never has to think of it again, and that, I I really admire that, and I wish I was that that was ingrained in my mind. Uh, but this so yesterday. This was outside. We have a cherry tree outside that's blossoming right now. Every time I walk outside and see something like this, um, it's just the contrast between the stress that we're under right now and the amazing beauty of the world, especially spring right now. um, Crazy. It's crazy because the world is waking up. Nature is waking up. And we are stuck inside. And it is just the weirdest feeling right now, like you, we feel like we should be coming out of hibernation, right? We feel like we should be coming out of our houses and enjoying the springtime weather. And we can in our yards, but not in the way we want to. And every time I see something like this, I'm just like, wow, just it's the, the world right now. Just it's um, uh, it's it's crazy. And it hits me every time. My brother came over. So he is a photographer and uh, he came over with his family yesterday and they stayed at least 12 feet away. Um, but if you can see in that photo, he was walking around, um, our mulch area by our driveway and, uh, picked up a snake in the mulch and it immediately bit him. So it was there hanging from his, uh, his finger. Um, but they, he did this, so he's a photographer and he's driving around to family houses and he, I think it's called the front porch project. And, um, it started off as like a, like a fundraiser for something, but he is just sort of taking it on to do it and thought it would be interesting to take photos of, um, you know, socially distanced family members, uh, and, and, you know, take photos as we're kind of going through this. So his family came over, uh, stayed in the driveway while we sat in the walkway and took a photo of uh, my family all together. So, uh, but in the meantime, found our, uh, our guard snake <laughs> our 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 snake that was keeping everybody away um so and it uh did its job there it uh, it's our attack snake and uh so then last night for dinner, what we did was we made a charcuterie board um and this is not something we do ever like I am not like a meats and cheeses kind of guy, I love barbecue, I'm not a meats, cheeses, and crackers kind of guy, but uh we have a lot of stuff in the fridge like jars of pickles and cheese that's starting to get a little bit old uh you know salami that's been sitting in there for a couple of weeks so we thought we would just do something creative and uh, my wife and i made this for ourselves and look in the bottom corner there you can even even see uh, see the um craft cheese de americana Uh, we got fancy um but uh so um, we we just figured we'd just do something fun and have a glass of wine and make a meat and cheese board. There's a little bit of hummus in there too. Um, you know, we actually the, and the boys uh, we gave them something else because we thought they would like that more and wouldn't like this. They crushed this. We actually had to put more on here because my my kids ate more than we did. But it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty fun. It was not. It was just like just something different. We and we got rid of a lot of uh, jars of stuff that was taking up room. And there's just another angle. And I think I threw on some uh, – I bought some spicy uh, Brussels sprouts that I thought I might like. Uh, they're not as good as you would think. And my one kid tried them. They're like little balls of fire. He, uh, he was drinking milk shortly after. OK. So this one, I'm going to sh- uh, put this one on here. And I can't really read it from here. But I'm going to – this kind of goes into what we're talking about now. So this is kind of like – this is kind of like where we are. Uh, right now in this whole situation And we're all in different phases Right um, And uh, You know I think that We need to be a little understanding Of um, Kind of what zone we're in And try to do our best best To get out to the, gro- the growth zone So you know like the fear zone You know you're hoarding supplies You're blaming politicians You're playing the blame game And they're still Even on the news they're doing it And I get so tired of it I don't care which side you're on but can we stop trying to pin blame on somebody and just do what we need to do to move forward every time I don't care what station I'm watching anytime they start trying to blame somebody I have to turn it off I can't stand it just like if somebody's pointing the finger they're not taking care of the current situation and that's just the way you got to go um, binge eating or excess alcohol shaming others constantly watching news without breaks like that's the fear zone right I was in the fear zone, I guess, if we're talking about watching the news without breaks. I was in that zone a couple of weeks ago, definitely monitoring my news intake. And I'm probably under a half an hour a day at this point. Just trying to figure out where we are is really where I'm at. Uh, The learning zone is anticipating change, keeping a curious, open open mind, practice sitting with uncomfortable feelings, building a self-soothing toolkit, accept the ebb and flow of productivity. That's what we're talking about today. Explore a new topic that interests you. Schedule your worry time. It's okay to chill out. (laughs) It's okay to, like, say, look, I'm going to worry about things. I need to try to segment where I'm going to be spending my worry time, right? All right, so then the growth zone, which is where we're going to try to get, but don't pressure yourself to get here, right? The growth zone is reassess core values and align. We talk about that a lot, don't we? Hold a hidden purpose in your day, week, month, or year. Find a hidden purpose. Here we go. Hold. I'm reading like two things at once. Find a hidden purpose in your day, week, month, or year, right? We talk about that too. What is this trying to teach me right now? What am I supposed to learn from this? What is my purpose in all of this, right? Give, your, give grace to yourself and others. We talk about that a lot too, right? Give grace. You don't have to be perfect every day. You don't have to be productive every day. Everybody else doesn't have to be productive every day. day. Everybody's going through their own thing, which reminds me, I have another meme I'm going to share with you and I'll post it on the screen if I can get it to you. Um, Cultivate daily peace and gratitude. Talk about that too, right? This is like, this is, this, this meme or this graphic is basically trying to sell you to find my day. Uh, Offer yourself in service to others. Fuel your body with energy-rich fruits and veggies. That might be kind of hard now, but we can find ways to do it. Uh, recognize the benefits to the world. That's kind of hard to do. Marie Kondo your space. Does this bring you joy? Nope. Uh, practice creativity. And my kids are doing that now. Like, they're drawing pictures, They're you know, and we're, even we're trying to do it, right? I'm even trying to do it with these sessions, like, trying to give you more graphics and stuff. Like, this is all, like, testing my limits, of knowledge of this software. Uh, so we're we're trying to do what we can, right? Um, so that I thought that was pretty cool. And I'll post that graphic in the comments also. There's another graphic that I didn't share. And let me see if I can get it to you right now. Um, I'm going to drop it over to my computer uh, because I think this actually might be really important. So hold on one second while I get this up on the screen. Um, I'm going to take this one. I'm going to copy that. And I'm gonna add this, and there we go. Okay, all right. So look, this going back to, um, going back to the zones, right? So, give grace to yourself and others. I think that's where this one comes in. Uh, we are all in the same boat. We are not all in the same storm. For some people, it's sprinkling. This is a break. It's a breather, a rest, a pause, a time to reconnect with their families. Honestly, it's kind of peaceful. For some, it's a storm. It's a bit scary. It's disruptive. It's enough to make you stay up and watch the news and worry a bit. For some, it's a damn hurricane. It's tearing at boards. It's pulling off roofs. It's washing them out to sea. It's dark and unknown. It's life-changing. It is not wrong, to be enjoying a sprinkle or enduring a storm, but please don't negate the difference. Rest with your family, but don't minimize the hurricane engulfing your neighbor. Laugh at a meme, but get on your knees for your friends. Get in someone else's storm. And so that last line is like the, probably the only thing I disagree with. You don't have to get into somebody else's storm. You can be empathetic, but remember with Brene Brown, we read in the book, or I read in the book the other week, right? We don't need to get into the hole with somebody. We can empathize with somebody that's in a hole. We can understand their situation. We can relate to their issues. We don't have to get into the hole. So that last line, I think you can take that quite literally, and it's not good. Um, So, yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Um, All right, let me get into the comments here. Um, Good morning, Deborah. Flip the script and be true to yourself, Debbie. Absolutely. Lori, your son's working on science. Yeah, it's kind of nice to watch them do it. And, you know, my my brother's wife, the one with the snake hanging from his hand, she's a teacher. And I know they're going through a lot of struggles. And they keep saying, like, kids might go back to school this year. Probably not going to happen. But the, the continuity, like, the kids being able to see their friends and their teacher, I think is the best part. I don't care what they learn at this point. It's just a matter of, like, them being able to see something familiar through this time right and even my like my youngest son this morning has been a little anxious and agitated i think it just like we all have these moments where we're just like oh my goodness like ugh. um it's cold and storming here in california seems that winter was lonely and decided to come visit again potato and leek soup with biscuits for supper last night that sounds amazing that does sound amazing yeah, it does sound delicious, right? Good morning, Angel. Thanks for joining me. Uh, what book did I mention? So, if you're talking about the the um, Brene Brown, I have it right here, actually. Uh, Dare to lead is the one, uh, but any of Brene Brown's books, I have another one of hers, Daring Greatly. I think is the other one that I just bought. Um, she talks a lot about shame and empathy, um, and you know, making people feel shame, operate operating out of a feeling of shame. Um, so like when you, when somebody's like hypercritical, it's usually they're operating out of a shame, a shame place. Uh, it's, it's weird. It's funny because I really like watching her live or watching her on video. I love hearing her discussions. And I don't know why, for some reason, her books are really hard for me to get through. I don't know if it's because I'm thinking too much or what. I don't know. Good morning, Carrie. Thank you for joining me. Um, and Levi says, it's all – it's been all the above for me, but the first part has been a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And, and sometimes we're in different spaces, right? Sometimes it feels like we're in a hurricane. Other times it feels like, you yeah, know this is kind of nice. So we're all in different places at any point in time. Um, Angel, I had our dinner at our new table for the first time last night. The first one broke during the move, so this is the first dinner together in a while. That's funny. If you haven't seen my videos about our furniture – we don't even plan on taking furniture with us. Our furniture is so old and crappy. Uh, We actually had somebody sit in a chair last year and it broke underneath him. Um, So, you know, all of our furniture is bad. And that's kind of, I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but, you know, talk about being productive. Like yesterday, I didn't want to be productive. Yesterday was like, I, I was, and I was feeling really bad about it, but I just couldn't focus. And so we knew we needed to, get new furniture for the new house. So we went on Wayfair and just started, you know, we, we did like a virtual walkthrough of the house with the inspector did for us. And we went into each room and tried to pick out furniture that we want, uh, in the house. And so, you know, we're trying to develop a budget and whatever. I have a feeling that in the very beginning, we might be, just be living in a picnic table in this new place as long as we get in on time. Uh, but you know, I mean, I didn't want to, I had no interest in doing any kind of work yesterday So, I was feeling, you know, I was walking around the house, you know, after we got off the video, and I didn't want to read. I didn't want to work. Um, The boys were doing their own thing, and I wanted to let them go. I I didn't want to take a nap. I didn't want to pack. Um, So, I asked Lynn, I said, you know, you want to go online and shop for furniture and just kind of look around, window shop? And so, we did that for like two or three hours. (laughs) And it felt really good, you know, and we got along and we we kind of liked the same stuff. So, it was a nice little togetherness experience. So, doesn't always have to be productive. Something we needed to do anyway. Probably not a priority right now, but you know, it, it felt good. Hey, Laura, uh, Robin, uh, I seem like a voracious reader. Yes and no. I, I go through seasons with that. Uh, is there one place where you would put everything you read and recommend, like on Goodreads or something? I'm actually formulating a web page, and it, I'm getting my problem is this. All the books that I've read, I, I tend to go too deep on it. I need to just keep a list, right? Because I tend to like – I tend to like write the title of the book, link it out and then I start like writing a little – like I feel like I need to write a little synopsis in like a one sentence turns into a paragraph and then it becomes too big and it explodes and then I never get it out there. So um, I was even talking with Luann about this the other week. I'm going to create a basic, really basic page with the things that I recommend and then – um you know, I can try to expand on it later, but that's the, it's one of those projects that ballooned on me way too much. And then I, it became too big for me to finish. So I'm going to work on that, Robin. I, I promise. Uh, Brene Brown on audible is great. I agree. I agree. I don't have the patience or time to read uh, many books. I agree. It's hard to sit down. It's, it's a great practice to sit down and read. Um, and I tried to do it outside the other day because it was warmer and I'm going to do it today too. Um, it's just, it's, I don't know, I'm too, I'm probably just too anxious right now to really read. I think that's part of the problem. Um, you know, it's hard to sit and read while your mind doesn't race somewhere else. It's a great practice in mindfulness. It's just sometimes a big struggle. (laughs) Lori, yesterday was a lazy day for my family. We didn't get out of our PJs. Today is back to being productive, and you need that. I, I I've done that. I've certainly done that. And sometimes that lazy day gives you that launch pad to be productive, right? Uh, Debbie, you're looking towards a positive. Yep. So this is it. So you're looking towards a positive future, and it brought you joy. Good for you. Yeah. And that's kind of where we were with it. That you know we we needed something. To move forward to like it was we're dealing with business stuff. We're dealing with like the packing and the details, but we needed something like aspirational. And I think that's exactly what we were feeling yesterday. Pinterest has really helped me see now. I just said I'm not on Pinterest or I haven't done Pinterest, but now you guys are going to try to wrote me into Pinterest. Uh, Patty, people are so programmed to think they always have to be busy and do something to be productive. Doing nothing is doing something. Never forget that because life is short. Patty, you're going exactly into uh, what we're going to be talking about today. So thank you. Uh, that will be a good, a good transition here in a minute. Uh, last night we did um, – we watched Karate Kid. So my kids saw, saw Karate Kid last weekend, loved it. They were hi-yah on each other and doing the crane kick nonstop. And then we watched Karate Kid Part 2 and it was okay. And then we watched Karate Kid Part 3 last night. Lynn got up halfway through. It was the worst movie she'd ever seen. Even my boys were like, Dad, this movie stinks. The main character isn't even likable. Like, Daniel is a whiny, complaining, entitled, like, angry 18-year-old. And maybe that's realistic, but it doesn't make an endearing main character. And uh, that was a hard movie to get through. Awful movie to get through. Everything was just so over-the-top cheesy. Um, just awful, awful movie. But then we looked at the ratings on Amazon. It's got like four and a half stars out of five on Amazon. I have no idea how that's possible. Not a zero. But that kind of brought me back to like define my day is on – well, there's a product listing on Amazon, but we don't sell it on Amazon. And so you got people that purchased from us that gave it five stars. And then you have other people that gave it like one star – And that's why we don't sell on Amazon. One, because we can't have a relationship with our customers because Amazon keeps all the contact information. So they just buy a book and then they're like, here's your book. We send emails. We try to engage our customers and help them realize that it's only a tool. And it's not just a book like, here you go. It's going to solve all your problems. So we don't sell on Amazon at all. But that listing is still up there. And we have like five-star reviews and then we have one-star reviews. And so our rating is like 3.5. I get it. It's not right for everybody. But uh, the, after looking at the Karate Kid Part 3, Amazon reviews are not accurate in some ways. <laughs> it uh, and that just sort of proves it for me. That movie was terrible. Uh, and then the, you know, the last quick little funny thing, uh, I saw a meme earlier this week where somebody – actually, it was a news article – where somebody uh, found like a structure on an asteroid that's out in the solar system and they think it was built by aliens. Um, and I thought, you know, wouldn't it be funny like this year is the year aliens arrive here also like that would just cap it all off between everything else going on. If aliens showed up, would you be surprised? Would it, would it be shocking? Like it, if a flying saucer came down right now out of the sky, would you just go? Yeah, yeah. OK. Here we go. It's a Sunday. It's a Monday. Monday morning. Aliens. You know, I mean, it's just like it, like nothing would be surprising anymore right now. Uh, let me see. Yep. Bullseye. That's exactly it. Um, and it's funny because I've seen some ads out there, especially ads for other planners going, now's the time to be productive. Good luck with that. Like some people, like if you can be go for it, but if you're like, you don't have to like, now's not the time. Like you do what you got to do to be healthy. It's all about more. It's more about personal health right now than it is about productivity Um, Patty, I do that all the time, especially in the winter, trying to be dressed more since the sun is out more now and it's warmer. If I wear PJs all day, I put clean ones on at night when I go to bed. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I just thought you could also just do a quick video for your book list and if people want more info, they can click on it. I agree. That's one we're going to do. We've done it in the past, but it has been a while, especially as other things have been going on. So maybe we'll do one this week, Um, uh, a little like a quick book list thing book video that can be a topic for this week sure uh hey Suzanne from Florida just do it yeah so I'm wearing this hat ironically today because today is not just do it today today is do whatever the heck you want (laughs) even if it's nothing right um you know and, and it's weird today is a day I woke up actually went to bed last night you know today being Palm Sunday um it's a It's a weird uh feeling because Palm Sunday for us, in my family, on my dad's side, when I was a kid, my grandmother would cook Palm Sunday dinner, so we'd go to church, we'd get the palm. My aunt would always be the one making the palm crosses, and uh you know we'd have a big dinner over at my grandmother's house, and it was a day to get together. Uh, so that's different now uh, for sure it It's much different now that she's gone but it's hugely i mean now i'm starting to think about all of this stuff as this holiday comes up now um you know it's 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 amazing you know and good friday we usually go over to my cousin's house and she has like all the cousins the even the third and fourth cousins so it's it's a big affair and uh you know we're not going to have that now either um and you just start to think about all the things you used to do um you know before well before this year they used to, we used to do before you know before people started passing away um so and then next Sunday I'm sure is going to be the same way so uh we'll have to do a, a Easter episode and if you can join me you can join me um you guys are kind of like my family now anyway uh, so we'll have a little discussion on uh Easter Sunday you know um Carrie seconds that book list yeah we'll get to it Superman on at eleven. Uh, love the idea of sharing your book list. Yeah, good. I think we would probably be getting a lot more done around the house if it was still really busy with our normal activities. Yeah, and it's funny because sometimes we just need a little bit of pressure to get things done. And right now there's maybe not a lot of pressure. In fact, there's probably pressure to do nothing, right? Uh, our family was the same too. Palm Sunday was huge. All of Holy Week was. Yeah, absolutely. Um. I'm reading The Full Catastrophe Living by John Cabot zinn One passage in the book says, The momentum of unbridled doing can carry us for decades, even to the grave, without quite knowing that we are living out our lives and that we only have moments to live. Unbridled doing. Marsha, you basically, in that quote, summarized everything that we're trying to do with this whole defined life business that we have right now. Um, that's like my point with people is that we work and work and work because we're told from the time we're school age kids, we get into college, we're working to like, there was an assignment, my kid, in fact, the one I showed the picture of earlier, my kid working on his assignment was, you know, him putting on what he wants to be when he's 30, 40 or 50. And my wife didn't quite like it because while it gets him to think ahead, no nine year old should have to think of what they want to do. In their 40s, when I was in my 20s and 30s, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. I started this business at 40, and it just kind of like I was just like, "Oh, that's I love doing this." Right? It took me 40 years to figure out what I was doing wrong. And so we get into this doing, 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 and we get wrapped up in a life. When we pick up our head and we go, "What the hell just happened to me?" And that's that's what I want everybody to stop doing. And that's that growth and awareness and trying to connect your daily actions with where we're going in life. I don't want you to wake up one day in your 70s, 80s, 90s, like on your deathbed going, I regret never doing this, 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 and this, right? That's not where we want to be. And that's not where I want to be. You know, me, I have my my few values and purpose. And that's what I want to connect my daily actions to. And that doesn't involve me doing a lot of things that I used to be doing a couple of years ago. That is the point of all of this thing. So Marcia, great. I'm reading that book very soon. Um, I, I appreciate that. Great recommendation there. Uh, Patty says, don't worry about it. You are out of normal routine and that makes things confusing. You got to learn a new routine is all. Absolutely. Absolutely. In my 50s and still don't know what I want to do. Right. I mean, like, how many people I've known, like when you get somebody, you, when I catch a business leader in a, like a, I don't want to say weak, but in a sensitive time, right? There are business leaders that, that sometimes I'll sit down and have a beer with them, right? And something happens where they just have a thought about the way they wanted their life to go. And these guys have money. They have power to a relative degree, They seem like they have everything, the house, the kids, the pool, the car. But when it comes down to it, they went a direction they didn't want to go. And now they don't know how to get out of it. And that's happened to me more than enough times to know that that hamster wheel that we talked about there with Marsha is easy to get on and it can give you the illusion of success. But when you strip it all away and look down at what you really want out of your life, you can be real, real upset about where you are, no matter what you have. And you can make yourself feel better by the things you have. But in the end, when you when you strip it all away, I mean, we're all, when we die, we all leave with the same amount of stuff, right? Which is nothing. It's our soul and our legacy. And so, you know, the making sure that we are really happy with the way that we are investing our time and our thoughts and our energy uh, is incredibly important. You guys are taking me deep today. Uh, accepting this new normal was critical for me to decrease decrease my stress levels and has brought me some peace and joy in the midst of the situation. Very good. Very good. Yep. And, uh, is this being recorded? I joined late and I'd love to watch from the beginning. Vicky. Yes, absolutely. So you can, uh, when this video ends, you can rewatch it on Facebook. We also upload it to YouTube. I'd love for you guys to subscribe to us on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash defined life. Uh, you can also search for the defining life podcast on any of the major podcasting apps and find us on there. We have the audio recording there. I'm trying to get better at, uh, uploading it every day. Sometimes I have to upload a couple episodes in batches. So yeah, so you can find us We are definitely going to be available. And I would love for you guys to subscribe to me and YouTube and, and, uh, the podcasting apps. Give us a great review too, please. I appreciate it. Like our stuff, all that good stuff. All right. So, um, so what I wanted to, uh, to share with you today, and this goes back to the productivity comment we had earlier, there's a lot of people out there still trying to put out this be productive message with your time, right? Like, now is the time to get things done. Now it's time to read that book. Excuse me. Now's the time to get more done, clean your house, blah, blah, blah. Do that stuff if you have the energy. Do that stuff if you feel it. Um, but a lot of times we don't. And you got to be compassionate with yourself about like, what's going on for you right now. We're all in a very different place. We are all in a very different place. So if you feel stressed, anxiety, and overwhelmed, try to identify why, right? If it's because you're not getting anything done, well, then you can maybe find something that you feel like you need to get done. But don't just do it out of a sense of obligation because you feel like you should be doing something. You know, sometimes we just need to to chill out. And so I, I kind of wrote a little bit of a list, like how to, how to get through this, how, like how I'm getting through this. And I think the, the one thing you want to focus on, the overall goal is not to be more productive, but to do the things that are good for you. Because in a way you've got kind of a hall pass from productivity right now. So you don't have to be productive at work. A lot of us don't anyway. Uh, you don't have to be, uh, you know, super mom or dad driving kids all over to sports or activities right now, like we're kind of in this space and the lack of structure and the lack of need, right? The lack of things pulling us under different directions kind of stresses us out because we're so used to responding to stressors and, Mm -hmm. and obligations that now we don't know what to do with ourselves So what I would say, the first thing I would do is is look at this as a, not a productivity time, but a what's good for me time, right? Is this good for me might be the question that you constantly come back to when you're evaluating the range of things that you could be doing right now. Is this good for me? And you can apply that to where you're spending, investing your like mental energy, uh, what you're eating, uh the act physical activities you're doing, is this good for me? Is this relationship good for me? Is you know sleeping or not sleeping good for me? Like what every every activity that you're going through right now, ask, is this good for me? If the answer is no, well then what do we do with that, right? Let's let's figure this out. Uh, now the one thing I, I would go back to now is reference that spitball list. Remember, we talked a few weeks ago about all of the things we want to do and all of the things we feel we need to do. We write down a gigantic list of everything from priorities to to do's to obligations, like everything that you could potentially need to get done. Write it all down, right? And now you look at it, now that we've been in this for a couple of weeks, you're going to look at it from a different perspective and you can pick out things on here that you would like to do that you would enjoy doing, that are healthy for you. And you can also pick out those obligations and those things that were important a couple of weeks ago that might not be important at all right now. Or because of the fact that you're not going to work, doesn't need to get done and you can put it off. And then we schedule those for a later time or at least schedule when we're going to address those at a later time. So maybe you reevaluate it in two weeks, right? But so go back to your spitball list of all the things that you could be doing right now and pick out the ones that you know. If you're going to go Marie Kondo on me, uh, bring you joy. Like, what are the things that are going to make life just a little bit more worthwhile right now? Right. So, don't focus on being productive on your list. What is good for me? Right. What is good for me? Now, I would say I would say on the flip side of that, don't do things that you know are bad for you. Right. A lot of people are indulging in things they know are bad. Like when the diabetic starts going out for candy because hey, I might die from coronavirus tomorrow. That's bad. Don't do that, right? Don't start eating junk food because it, you know, who knows, right? You you want to be more healthy now than than less healthy, right? So, you know, if if drinking is bad for you, don't drink, right? If if sitting on the couch watching TV for 8 hours, makes you feel uh bad inside for spending your time that way then don't do it now if it helps you de-stress if it helps you um you know distract yourself from worry fine i would recommend maybe you try to find something else that also helps you do that so you don't spend so much time and you get that that pattern on your back from your couch right but you know like you have to evaluate your feelings like look forward a little bit so If you know sitting on the couch for eight hours is going to make you feel bad in eight hours, it might not make you feel bad now, but it might make you feel bad in eight hours. You're going to feel bad about yourself. Then maybe you cut it short and find something else that will make you feel good. So looking at your spitball list again, what's going to make you feel good? If I accomplish this, it might be hard to get started, but if I accomplish this, I'm going to feel very good about myself. That's how I would look at it. Now, don't give up is the other don't. Like, you know, so like, don't give up or don't like, you don't want to, you don't want to do things that feel like giving up, right? So I've seen a lot of people even say things like, I just want to go get the virus so I get it over with. Like, that's just not the mentality we want to have right now, right? So. You know, whatever, whatever giving up feels like to you, I would identify that as clearly as you can in what activities are related to giving up. And I would identify those. And in in the book where you have, I will avoid, usually we reserve that for distractions. Today I will avoid, maybe it's that activity that makes you feel like that's a giving up activity. So I would label like... Label that activity that is you giving up, like of you, like saying, you know what, what's the use? Like when you say that, what's the activity you relate to that? And I would identify that as the activity to avoid. And then again, go back to that spitball list and find something that's good for you. Replace that giving up activity with something that is good for you. Again, not productive, good for you. And then the last part of this is do handle what you can don't overdo it this goes back to Marsha, I, bl- I believe it was marcia right yeah so this goes back to marcia's comment here right understand where your mind and body starts resisting doing anymore we don't want to burn out right now. Let's like, this is like a burnout free zone. Okay. Even last night when Lynn and I were looking at furniture, I started to feel like, like we were getting like, like after like two hours into it or however long it was, it was a while. It wasn't enjoyable anymore, but we were kind of stuck in this process of going through the different rooms. And I felt, I was starting to feel like, okay, we're we're getting beyond where this is, this is fun anymore. Right. And so I actually had to say, You know, I think, I think we, I've reached my limit right now. And even, even that was even a fun activity. We weren't spending money. We were just looking, right. But it's gone beyond its useful life at the moment. We can always come back to it later. And so, uh, don't get to the point where you're doing more than you should. We have the opportunity now, like there are going to be times, there are going to be times when, you know, when we say, Uh, you know, I need to work harder, right? There are going to be times when, you know, you need to push yourself beyond, you know, your capacity because something needs to get done. For most of us right now is not that time. So for most of us right now, it's the time to be safe, reflect, be healthy and be there for the ones we love. So take advantage of this time now to recenter yourself, focus on what is healthy for you, and address what you feel you need to address within a healthy boundary. All right, I'm going to head into the comments. Suzanne says, thank you, God, for the gift of this day. Yeah. And, and, and look, you don't have to be religious. Like the, We don't go religious here. Uh, but I understand that many of us are. And, um, you know, I, I think that... We have a lot to be thankful for, and I think that's part of our appreciation every day. You know, I woke up today. my kids are here today, and even with my one kid kind of losing his mind a little bit earlier this morning, I get to guide him through that, right? I get to be here with you guys. There's a lot that I appreciate that I still get to do. I have the technology to get out to you guys now. Can you imagine a hundred years ago can't leave your house and you can't you can't can barely even talk to people, right? We have things pretty good right now, most of us do anyway. But going back to that list, it's a storm for some people. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Marcia, thank you for the book title. Um, I'm trying to only read one book. A day. I'm trying to only read one book a day, and nonfiction slows me down. One book a day is all you're trying to read. I can't even get through a book a week sometimes. <laughs> Robin said something about me being a voracious reader. I am sometimes. Right now, I'm having a hard time. A book a day. Jeez. Yeah, library system loans out books online. That's pretty. That's a good resource, actually. Uh, I've been reading a lot about that. You can get a lot of eBooks online from your local library, and so you can read for free. Uh, Bullseye. Also, I don't know what that's referencing because I'm catching this late. But thank you. Um, I missed the spitball list live. I need to check this out. Yeah, and I didn't call it spitball list when we were talking about it. I might have to try to link out. I'll link that up. But basically, just to hit it real quick, just take a, like, if you have a whiteboard or if you have a a piece of paper, just write down every single thing you could think that you could do or you need to do. Um, Everything. And then you just go through it and figure out, like now, the way I would approach it is figure out what's healthy for you right now. Like, what's, What are the things right now that would bring you joy or bring you health and, and, a, and, and pick out those things. And then the ones that don't need to be addressed, schedule those out for a later time because the way the mind works is that when you schedule it out, it will help you let it go. So rather than it weighing on you with equal weight of all the other things you have to do, when you schedule it out to like June 1st, your mind will let it go. And then you can readdress it June 1st. Yeah, what's going to, yeah. Thank you, Laurie. I appreciate that. And that's something like every, like anytime you're engaging into something, like, you know, does, will this make me feel good? Especially now, like at work, we don't have that option. But right now, if you're not working, this is a great time to do that, right? You're welcome. Marcia, are you saying that in a good way? This will totally slow you down? I hope you are. <laughs> I, I think everybody should slow down a little bit right now. Like, pause. Take a moment. This is what this is for, right? I think that's what you mean. Uh, Levy, that's key. We have to make sure that the eight-hour stretch doesn't cause taking the things that are important to urgent. You're bringing up a good point here, Levy. Finding the balance has been interesting, Uh, is this good for me before putting, is this good for me before and after is perfect. Thank you. I appreciate that. And so what, what Lavi is saying here, so there's important and urgent, right? And there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, it's like the Covey quadrants, I think is what it's called, where you, you have tasks and you put them under important, not important, urgent, not urgent. And so you want to get into Working in the important, not urgent areas that has a lot of foresight in there, but it's, you're working on things that are important and valuable that have a positive impact. But the problem is, is we wait for important things to become urgent. So we put them off until they become urgent and they start banging us in the head. And then we're always reacting to things, right? Or we have not important things that are urgent and we're wasting our time on, on those things also. And it's usually a result of poor planning or other people's obligations and things like that, emergencies. So the goal with this, and thank you, Lavi, for bringing it up, is that you know, in this, in this perspective and what we're talking about today is that a lot of times we have all of these things, whether it's on our spitball list or, or whatever, we have all these things that we should be doing, but we find ways to creatively avoid them. And so we sit in front of the TV in the back of our mind, knowing that we need to get these things done, but we're not doing them. And then it becomes this emergency and we're running around putting out fires. So that's what we're trying to do. Like, don't like you have to like, it's okay to check out, especially now it's okay to check out, but don't do it to the point that it's damaging you or causing you stress down the road because you're just gambling away a valuable part of your life in the future. And get your books on your Kindle. Absolutely, I, I love my Kindle. I like physical books more. Uh, I, I like audiobooks too when I'm out doing a lot. So right now I'm trying to do more in the physical book space. Uh, but I do like my Kindle. In fact, I have a lot of books on my Kindle I haven't read yet. So I'm opening up my Kindle and checking out what I have there. Uh, I listen to a daily. So Robin says I listen to a daily meditation, and yesterday's was expectations ruin relationships. And that was it. Quite the aha moment, especially if you have a partner who expects you to be more productive than you are being. There's a, there's a, um, you know, it's funny because in relationships, you know, uh, partnership is a big part of a relationship. And sometimes there's obligations that, you know, like a, a partner expects things and the other one's not fulfilling those things. And it becomes this dance. Like what, should you do for your partner? What should you not do for your partner? And it's in there's smarter people in relationships that know better than me. But right now, especially, I think is when we need to kind of like let go of a lot of things and understand other people are going through their own thing. And that's what's helped Lynn and I a lot through this is that, you know, like each of us has a moment. And, And in fact, like she had moments very early on and she settled down and then a week into it, I had a moment and I'm like, you know what, well, those moments you were having, I'm having one right now. So I just need to, I just need to check out. Right. And I think if you can just say that, like, look, you're having a moment, I got it, chill out, take a break. But then also that has to be reciprocal, right? When somebody else, when your partner comes to you and says, Hey, look, I'm having a moment. You got to be like, okay, I'm good. Right. Uh, but there's a part of that, um, in, in, in this dare to lead book by Brene Brown. Uh, I just read it a couple days ago. Um, you know, if you look at everybody as doing their best, right? So everybody right now, whether you approve of what they're doing or you uh, or you feel they really are doing their best, like look at them as them actually doing their best for whatever reason. Um, and this gets complicated because you, you can see people not doing their best from your perspective, right? You can see people that, Uh, you know, you're like, why are you like, you're just doing something completely wrong now. Right. But to them, that's their best, right? That's mentally their best. And they might be doing things completely wrong in your opinion. Uh, so navigating that is really hard, but if you can at least have a little bit of empathy for that person, um, and you can try to coach them through it, you can try to, but it's, it, this is kind of like that space where I have a hard time because like the coach in me wants to say like, do these things and you will be okay. And then watching somebody do the exact opposite is like that. You're like, Oh my, stop it. Stop it. Right. So I, but it's hard. It's hard. So, you know um, it's just, it's, it's weird. And, and even with like, you know, good teams, you know, like uh, whether it's a, a, a business team or whatever, you know, there are people that just don't want to be a good part of the team. And so trying to decide like what people you coach along and bring into the team and which people you say, you know what you got to go do your own thing with another team. Cause you're not fitting into our team and the nuance and the variables in there uh, are very hard to, to figure out. Like who, who do you, you know, who do you try to pull up and help? And who do you try to say, Hey, look, you got to do your thing. Um, it's hard. It, it's a very hard place to be and try to figure out. Um, especially when there's a lot of people who just seem to be intent on, causing problems, you know, like somebody in, somebody in our, in our, uh, one of our posts posted a, a big, uh, cartoon penis in the comments. And so we banned him of course. But when I went to his profile just to see like who would do this, you know, his, his quote on his Facebook profile was like, I cause problems and make people upset or something like that. Right. And I'm like, okay. You know, so there's no amount of coaching or, discussion that's going to bring that person along. Right. So like, how did he get to that point? I have no idea. But so, you know, that that's clearly somebody that's going to go somewhere else. Um, but you know, I, I don't, I, there's a lot more nuance with other people in our lives and trying to figure that out is, is not easy. Um, Debbie practicing patience, giving myself and others grace and compassion have been and continue my daily. Have can have man, I don't want to butcher this. You wrote something so nice. Let me start over. Practicing patience, giving myself and others grace and compassion have been and continue to be my daily goals. That's awesome. That's 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 some daily goals I can definitely get behind. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, you were answering Sharon who reads only one book a day. Okay. And uh, now I got you. See, Marsha, I don't. I only see the stream of comments. I don't see like how they fit under other comments. So thank you for the clarity, um, Suzanne. Love my live videos and thank you for the replays. You're welcome. Thank you very much. I appreciate the positive feedback. Uh, Robin's nodding head in agreement with you and a lot of contributors today. Thank you all. You're welcome, Robin. Thank you everybody for help. Like these conversations go much better when you guys comment and have a conversation with me. I love it. Thank you uh levy robin this is absolutely a piece of what destroyed an important relationship for me it led to abuse this is a very scary time for people with partners who have these expectations and you're bringing up a good point that i didn't really think about until i watched somebody on the news talk about it the other day and i saw another article last night now that people in abusive relationships like they can't go anywhere they can't get away and so right now they're stuck in a house with somebody that's abusing them and I can't imagine what that is like right now. Um, I wish there was some silver bullet to say, like, let's try to figure out that relationship. But I guarantee there's somebody on that toxic side of the spectrum that is, uh, you know, there. there is some serious victims that are going to suffer through this. Um, I don't know. I... I have really nowhere – I don't even know where to go with it because I know it's just going to be terrible for some people. and I don't know how that gets solved, at least not right now anyway. Um, Robin, uh, where is this daily meditation found, asks Margaret. Um, I know where I can find some daily meditation. So I, I use the Headspace app. Uh, you can use it for free, and I believe they might have even offered something for right now. Um, but Headspace, I love. I use it every day, 20 minutes a day. But you can do – in the very beginning when I was just starting, I would do two minutes a day and just keep going back through their free ones, and then eventually I purchased it. Uh, but you can go on YouTube, and they have daily meditations there also. Um, and who who is the guy – there's that blue-eyed Indian guy that um, has been doing daily meditations. Luann that works with us recommended him. Oh, I can't remember his name, but he's been doing meditations every day also online. So there are there are a lot of places you can go for some, for some good meditation. Uh, oh, and Robin says, look up Nurse Mark on Facebook. Good. Cool. And Margaret says, thanks. thanks. All right, everybody. I am going to head out. It's 11 o'clock. we reached our hour mark. Um, I'm going to go down and have lunch with my boys and my wife. And I think I hear tape ripping downstairs. So she's clearly packing up our dining room. Um, and uh, we're going to go outside and do some yard work. I think we're going to cook some hot dogs again. Uh, my boys haven't had hot dogs in a long time. Uh, so, uh, we had hot dogs last week and they absolutely love them. So now they wanted hot dogs again this week. So we're going to give them hot dogs tonight. Uh, are I think we're also going to do s'mores. I bought s'mores, stuff for s'mores. And we're going to build a bonfire and and do some s'mores out back. Uh, I didn't realize how expensive Hershey chocolate bars were. Oh my, I, I went to Sam's a couple of weeks ago. Marshmallows are 99 cents a bag. Graham crackers are a couple bucks a box for a big box. Hershey chocolate bars at Sam's Club to get a box of them, and I don't know—I don't know how many are in a box, but they were twenty-five dollars for for a box of chocolate, and it might have been a great price. I'm assuming it was at Sam's Club, but it was like the there. If I had a thirty-dollar, uh, you know, whatever my budget, I, I thought I was going to spend like fifteen or twenty. I spent thirty dollars on uh, s'mores, and twenty-five of that was uh, chocolate bars. So, uh, yeah. So, oh, the call map. I see advertisements for that all the time. So, Stacy's bringing up uh, the call map. Deepak Jopra is doing them too. Uh, he's good. Jay Shetty is the guy I was talking about. Jay Shetty, uh, check out Jay Shetty. He's doing a meditation too. That's the blue eyed guy I was talking about. Um, so, you can check him out too. He's doing some stuff too. So, the app, if, if you can do anything, try to do two or five minutes of meditation a day just to kind of bring it down. Uh it gets me to sleep. Like now, last night, in fact, my mind was racing. And uh I just focused on my breathing and I was out like that. There you go. See you. Luann was here. (laughs) 20 minute uh or 20 day live meditation, highly recommend. Thanks, Luann. All right, everybody. Have a great Palm Sunday. Have a great Sunday. Um if uh if you need anything, please let us know in the comments. Uh, we're here every morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, and then I also have my 3 p.m. one on my page, uh, which is facebook.com slash defined life at three o'clock on Thursdays. You can find all the replays on YouTube right after we're done with these. The YouTube, the replays are also here where this video is. It just needs time to process. And then we are on many of the major podcasting apps. I appreciate comments recommendations share us out if you like what we have to say Um, and uh, please give me positive reviews where you can it helps us a lot so everybody uh, have a great day i appreciate all of you i appreciate the great conversation and i'll be back to talk to you guys again tomorrow morning 10 a.m take care